you're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast. For access to the latest content, including the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the7transformations.com. Create a life you love. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast sharing life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And now, let's create a life we love. And welcome back, guys. Thanks for joining me today. This is Tudor Alexander, and this is my podcast, The Seven Transformations. We are here with one of my awesome friends, Preston. What's up, Preston? Howdy, howdy, guys. All right. Today, we're talking creating your life, creating a life you love. I'll let Preston share about his life, but how long have we known each other, Preston? A few... You know, it all uh, started actually dancing of all dancing, things. Dancing, right? Yeah. yeah. So it would have been 2000 and 2011, I think. 2011. You were the so cool guy was. coming back to teach some <laughs> classes here and there. Uh, the old the old president is what yeah, I Yeah, that was a long time ago. I started this club at ASU many centuries ago for, uh, was it ballroom dancing? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's still going strong. So I guess that's how we met seven, seven years ago. Holy that's crazy. Time flies. Well, Preston's... In some exciting things in this life, he's really created. You just got uh, engaged, right? So shout I out. I did. To Absolutely. Your, to your girlfriend yeah. there or now fiance, right? Fiance <laughs> now. We'll see uh, how that goes. Yeah, you had, I loved Preston's video that he posted. It was, uh, well, you can tell him about it. I think it was awesome. Yeah, it was, uh, decided to do it in uh, Cinderella's Castle. Who would have known there was a uh, restaurant up there? But I had some uh, big personal issues with that. Uh, my girlfriend <laughs> at the time, well, I guess my fiance now, still fiance, yeah, uh, was very, very specific that she wanted to schedule and kind of plan out her own proposal. Uh, I was not okay with that. Oh, wow. Um, the entire thing was three months of planning to make it a complete surprise. So wow. she had no idea, didn't, didn't know the ring, didn't know anything so that was kind of the biggest goal and yeah i think we made it happen so she was, that was awesome. surprised. getting that moment of surprise on video is so cool That's oh it like was it's beautiful to be able to keep that so well what's uh what's up with your life now preston how about you share what what you're up to and what what you're creating you know it's another damn paradise for me mm-hmm. um kind of what have i uh, said everything's kind of uh shifted around as, as life has changed but i recently uh Took over uh, kind of running a company as a uh, the director of operations for Float Balloon Tours. Nice. So uh, I've spent 13 years ballooning and made the jump this is to air balloons, take over. pretty much. People going up yeah, in the sky. Yeah, so the hot air balloons, the real big <laughs> ones with the big fiery, uh, fiery burners on there. A lot oh of heat. Oh my god! So, uh, I have yet to do that. that. That I am afraid of heights. I'll admit. So uh, we got to we got to get you out there. Then we'll bring you up. It'll be a blast. <laughs> yeah, we can do a we can do a promotional code or something. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, so, you know, how long have you been doing that? Uh, I've now been in that role really since, I would say about uh, seven months now, I guess. Seven, seven or eight months now, yeah. And how many uh, how many tours do you guys do? Uh, we week, uh, right? we fly pretty well seven days a week. Seven um, days so a week. So seven days a week, uh, sometimes one balloon, sometimes two, but wow. we've flown up to uh, about 48 people in a single day so far. Wow. Uh, that's seven days a week. Uh Pretty well year round. So. How many people can fit into a balloon? Are there different we got sizes? We big balloons. Or? We do. We've got mm-hmm. two balloons. Uh, one is a uh, a two hundred ten thousand cubic foot, and the other one's a three hundred thirty thousand cubic foot. Uh, wow. I always kind of relate it to if you imagine a uh, soccer ball. Mm-hmm. It's about a cubic foot of space. Oh, uh, so wow. now you think about three hundred thirty thousand of those. 
wow. gives you a little bit of an idea here. So uh, they're very large, but they fit up to uh, 12 people, uh, well, up to 10 people and up to 16 people respectively. So wow. it's a pretty so good what do you, Okay, <laughs> so satisfy my lizard brain. What happens, like, God forbid that, you know, you... You know, you're falling or the balloon malfunctions. Like, are there parachutes mm-hmm. you guys have? With uh, you or? You've got one big one. Uh, you got that's one the big fabric one. above you does pretty good at slowing you down. Oh, I the, see. I the see, one okay. guarantee we'll give everybody is that, uh, uh, you know, it, it's a company policy that you will land at some point. I won't tell you how, <laughs> but but the law of gravity works in our the favor. The law of gravity will make sure you get down. <laughs> well, what, uh, what made you want to do this? I mean, this is a very unique uh, service. It's a very interesting one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what made you going to get into that? It absolutely is. Um, I've, you know, the thing is, is I've, I've been around balloons for 13 years. Um, love every bit of it. Mm-hmm. it. It's, it's a cool hobby. It's, it's a cool passion. I've done everything from doing it personally with family to, uh, working and doing it for special shape balloons at rallies, um, some commercial operations and, uh, it it kind of came out of the blue of mm. it, it was a time where in my life uh, things were for a good you know probably two three four five six months um, were they they weren't enjoyable I, I mm. kind of hit a roadblock where I knew I needed more challenge in my life mm-hmm. and uh, this kind of came out of the road work where where the owners of the company were like hey you know what we really need some help here we need someone to come in deal with day to day operations um, work with all, all the marketing the mm. the sales work with the crew. Uh, build out processes and really be there to to kind of help run the business. And uh, I was oddly qualified. I had balloon experience. I uh, have a management degree. I've got wow. a uh, degree in business tourism. Uh, I kind of checked all the boxes for wow, some Wow, you pretty reason. much had been training for this your whole life. <laughs> no kidding. Never would have thought there was any future in ballooning for me. Wow. It just was something fun to do, but I get to do it every day of my life now. That's awesome. Yeah. That is, that is so cool. Well, what did your relationships around you um, you know, doing something, this is, let's say a non-traditional route, mm-hmm. obviously it's, it's a different type of thing. Anytime that happens, we usually kind of go one way or the other, you know, sometimes you'll see people who are really supportive, like, oh my gosh, good job. And a lot of people who will react out of fear and say, you know, maybe you should find something a little more stable. So how were the relationships in your life, uh, concerning this project? Maybe in the beginning, have they changed now that you've been doing this for a while? Yeah, so uh, they were they were tough. Um, mm. You know, I, I had the the nice corporate cushy job before. I had the four hundred one k, had the the good salary, had mm. the the benefits, health insurance, everything for it. Um, and it just I wasn't happy. So at the time, I was fairly new in the relationship I had uh, with Allison, and uh, I I remember. I was actually meeting her family for the very first time. That's your fiance, right? That's my fiance Uh, now. Yeah. Uh, Luckily. Shout out to Uh, Allison. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I was meeting her family for the very first time when I got the call from the owners and and I really sat there and I was like, wow, okay, like, let me really think about this. It's, it's a great opportunity, really cool job. And, um, she was overly supportive. She just, again, knew it was a good experience, knew it was going to be terrible hours. Uh, we were going to opposite schedules. Uh, barely got to see each other for what quite she a do? while. Um, she is uh, both in school uh, for nursing, and uh, she's actually a level three pharmacy tech as well. Oh wow! So okay. she's got quite a bit that she has that she's doing, and uh, kind of leaves her with a pretty odd schedule. Um, mm-hmm. She works for Banner Banner Health right now, um, and she was overly just go for it. Like we'll we'll make the time work. We'll figure out nice. how to see each other. Uh, and my parents were the same way. They were very much on board of, Hey, you know what? You're, you're lucky. You're still under 26. Let's get you. You can keep yeah, insurance. Take some risks. 
absolutely. This is the yeah. perfect time to do it. I, I had insurance for a little bit. I had everything going for me that was going to allow me to, you know, jump in and, and give this a year. And if it was great and it works out great, if it's terrible, then, you know, I'll go back and yeah, you still had something to job. fall back on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So everything's been super good. Everyone was super supportive. Um, and frankly, the, the relationships have only grown. Um, I've gotten to do more projects with my dad, who's come up to help me with things. Nice. Uh, Allison, we, we kind of realized that we were able to build our life around um, the time off. So she doesn't get weekends off, mm-hmm. meaning that for me, while I work pretty well seven days a week, I also get to make my own hours. So I do yeah. get to make the chance to see her when I need to. Um, and probably a lot of your tours are on the weekends too, I'm guessing, when she... Is yes, working. Yeah. Uh, their weekends are busier, and uh-huh. a big part of that is those are typically tend to be the days we're flying two balloons, so the days that I do want to be on the ground more. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas uh, weekdays, I can a lot of times trust my crew a little bit more, so I'm I'm able to kind of leave, let them handle what they need to, and kind of do my own thing, and Sweet. and can take off where I need to, or you know go uh go deal with doctors or or appointments, anything like that. Awesome, man! I am like thinking about going in this balloon now i'm like totally gonna do it <laughs> it's uh it's pretty surreal especially when uh there's some cool photos out there that you can always find where you see uh you know like the one pilot or myself inside the balloon doing a repair or something and it's it's a massive world of color around you it's yeah. it's pretty well a 10-story building what's the best time to to go you think oh mornings mornings sunrise like really flights early morning. Are, you can't beat them especially out wow. here in arizona uh there's there's something special about a sunrise flight that sounds beautiful absolutely well, what have you had to invest to create the place that you're in right now, obviously, and, and looking forward mm-hmm. into, you know, your future with this company, what you want to bring to it? Uh, a lot of times, obviously, there's, there's a lot that we have to invest. So how has that looked like for you and what does it look like in the future? Yeah. So uh, I, I think the biggest thing for me is it, it really has been investing a relationship in time. Hmm. Um, you know, there there was a lot of trust with, with again, leaving the job and, and saying, hey, I want to go work for someone that, you know, is going to be able to give me what I need to, like I said, make my salary, make ends meet, uh, but really do something that's a passion. Um, it was a lot to give that up. But I, I think the biggest thing I invest is, is just time. You know, uh, we were, we were talking earlier, I've got about a 90 mile commute every single day, seven days a week. Um, things like that give, give a lot. So I'm waking up now at 2 AM every morning. Um, and it's a lot of times it has taken that memory or, you know, as I'm waking up, there's, I don't drink caffeine. So every now and then there's a little <laughs> bit of grumpiness and it's, uh, it takes getting in and looking at the balloons and looking at yeah. how excited people are to realize I'm here because I love it. I'm here because I want to, I want to create this experience for people and really show them, you know, the best time that they can and, and show them why I love hot air balloons. Yeah. And it, it, we were actually talking about this. I, it never occurred to me that it's such a, I mean, for me, I've never done this, so it's a relatively mm-hmm. foreign area, but it really is very transformative in a sense. You're conquering your fear of heights, your, you know, your fears of, you know, whatever danger, all these things and, and the experience, like you said, like you're getting a view that otherwise you wouldn't be able to get a view from. Oh, absolutely. I think that's so cool. You know, when we go on airplanes or something, we're moving too fast to really appreciate anything or too high. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like being suspended, you know, and, and above everything and you can just be, you know, that's that's really cool. Oh, it does. It uh, it definitely helps give you the chance to step back and say, wow, look at this. To look at, uh, you know, it, it, it is, it's a peaceful experience. Um, gives you the chance to step back. It is very quiet in between you know, lighting off a fire, mm. you're, you're floating through the sky and over mountains 
with no noise. You're seeing wildlife. You're seeing again the, the Arizona beauty and the landscape, and it uh it does it, it causes you to step back and look at this and realize that you know there there is something special to life. And not only that, but uh, I I am a, a firm believer that uh, you you should see every sunrise you get the chance to. Uh, yeah, there's there's absolutely. no reason to sleep through them because they're they're beautiful and they give you a different take on day. There's something about waking up with that natural energy and the movement mm-hmm. of the of the planets and sun that you feel in alignment with the natural movement of things. Oh, absolutely. There's yeah. something about it. I would, I would totally, I had this string of time where I was waking up at five in the morning just to catch the sunrise. Mm-hmm. I have a hill right here by my house and I would run up the hill just in time for the sun. And it was, it was awesome. But you know, the problem I had is I also work really, really late and I don't have time for naps during the day. So it's mm-hmm. like, it wasn't sustainable <laughs> after a while, but I definitely want to get to a point where maybe, I can fit that in, you know, and fit a nap in and wake up super early. You get so much done when you wake up in the morning. You do. Like and I, really early. I can't know? make any promises towards running, but I'm happy to wake up early any day of my <laughs> life now. Uh, yeah, every absolutely. now and then for a good, uh, I'll get a good sprint out of catching up to a balloon to slow it down when it's coming yeah. in for landing, but you're not going to get me running anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> running, I can run up the hill. That's pretty much it. <laughs> well, can you share a challenging memory, maybe recently, where, you know, it really was a difficult time for you. And more importantly, how did you get out of that time back to purpose, back to vision, back to a state of love and motivation? Mm. What happened and how did you get through it? Uh, so actually, it's it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I know we were talking earlier about my, my fiance and, and my proposal to her. Uh, a memory that, that stands very vividly to me. Um, it just happened probably... I don't know, so I'd say two months ago. And uh, we were kind of in the peak of what was starting to be our busy season. Uh, and I, I hit a, a huge wall. Um, I, I was tired. I was stressed. I was dealing with all of our phone calls, all of our sales, all of our emails, um, as well as every bit of the administrative side of the business. So the operations, um, dealing with crew, dealing with hiring, dealing with pilots. And uh, it, it was a nonstop job for me, even when I went, went home. And um, it was definitely wearing on me. Uh, as well as this was in the middle of planning my proposal to Allison. Man. So, uh, she was stressed, <laughs> right? It, it does. So, um, I very specifically remember I, I took a weekend and, and when I say a weekend, I mean, I, I took one day off, um, one night and one day to go home to my hometown Safford and, and to take her with me. And we actually went for, oh, when was it? It was actually Valentine's Day. It was oh, okay. it was kind of the Valentine's Day weekend that we were celebrating together. Yeah. Um, she she took a day off of work. We went home, and uh, I very specifically remember having a huge challenge on that trip because even though I left, it was one of the first times I left my guys to handle everything for a weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, that that was huge. Um, so they were dealing with the food, they were dealing with passengers, they were dealing with complaints, um, crew not showing up. And, uh, I was very much on call. So I remember sitting there for our Valentine's day dinner, um, answering phones and emails. And, exactly. And, and oh. we had a, a huge issue happen where we just, we, we had some balloons land in some unrecoverable areas. Uh, the crew was trying to figure out what to do, how to get in there. And, uh, I was very distracted instead of focusing on what I needed in my life, which was, you know, which was Allison. Yeah. And, uh, that was a very, a big challenge for me that it kind of took us having to sit down and talk about, you know, what life looks like and, and what my future wants to look like and what the pros and cons are. And it mm. took re-realizing that, you know, the pros of this kind of a lifestyle and the pros of what we were doing 
really do outweigh the cons. And, you know, there are going to be times that you have to give up on something like that or you have to give yeah. up on, you know, having that uh, that call during dinner or that call during a trip where, you know, I've got to spend an hour putting out fires um, in order to get the life that we want, in order to get the time together we can and, and really have a, a great experience together. Yeah, be willing to, to sacrifice in the sense to delay the gratification of mm-hmm. the present moment, which it's, it's always that balance, you know, part of it's like how much do I give up so I'm not, so I can have a future and then mm-hmm. how much am I present now so that I can enjoy the present moment? You know, exactly. It's always that balance. Well, are there any currently, you know, obstacles? Like what's the biggest one that's that you keep finding uh is occurring to you like re- on a regular basis are there any recurring obstacles that just keep rearing their heads and how do you accommodate for it how do you deal with it with your business are there any strategies that you employ to accommodate uh people <laughs> people like is a your, big recurring uh, issue crew or your like, clients or crew crew um mm-hmm. it's it's a hard job mm-hmm. um and it is a job that that is tourism based so uh, when guys are coming in, when, when they're having a bad day or, or if we're short, um, it's, it's not just a matter of, Hey, you know, go, go have a Snickers or, you know, go take a break somewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we are in charge of people's lives, uh, and past that even more than just kind of the safety aspect. If, if we're not having a good day, the passengers aren't having a good day Yeah, and everything about us is that experience. Yeah. It's that service. It's that tourism industry. Um, but even more than that, you know, it's so it's it's hard to kind of keep those that mentality and that attitude up. Um, but these are these are hardworking guys. Yeah. So these balloons are, you know, the the envelope alone. So the actual balloon material on one of our balloons uh, is about nine hundred and eighty pounds. Wow! So for these guys to take that out, set it up, uh, and then tear it down and pack it away afterwards, um, it's hard work. Not to yeah. mention that we were meeting at three a.m. in the morning at our warehouse, and they're working a seven-hour shift. Uh, really tough work every day, getting completely dusty, running into cactus, tripping over rocks, uh, getting run over at times and falling. And uh, it's hard. So there's also this side where crew holds on and, and they really do love the job and you have to love the job to do it. Uh, but when when you lose guys, typically you're losing a few in a row. Um, yeah. So you know, there's always kind of highs and lows in seasons. Do you where, have a lot of turnover in the position or? Um, depending on the time. So the it, time. it's it's interesting because uh, around Christmas, for example, um, kind of the holidays and the end of the year, uh, you lose a good amount of people around then. And that's number one when it's busy, but that's also mm-hmm. when people are leaving to go see family, which you're not going to tell someone don't go see family for right. the holidays. Um, so it's hard to work around there. But even, you know, at the end of the year, we are a seasonal position. We're a seasonal role. So, you know, we're kind of at that time where I've lost five guys uh, mm-hmm. in a matter of about a week. Oh, wow. Uh, and that's a huge amount of people to retrain. And, and we've lost them. How long does it take you to, to train somebody to, let's say, at least baseline competency for what they need to do? Uh, baseline, I would say they've got about four to five shifts in order okay. to really get an idea. Um, and it's it's not that most people leave because they're unhappy. It's that they leave because uh, they know that, you know, we're, we're going to be slow for four months in the summer. So yeah, they know they've got to start looking for a job um, or, you know, one of our guys, he's moving to New Zealand of all things. So it's mm. kind of like, you know, there are these people that get out, they, they experience something, they see the beauty of what life can be. Uh, and one of the biggest things I see is that they just want to go out and do something new. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're quitting their jobs to go out and travel or to do something like that. And yeah. uh, 
end of the season is always hard for any balloon company that way. Hmm. Well, with your business, obviously you're the director of the operations. There's a lot of things you're responsible for Mm -hmm. from a management perspective, from a leadership perspective, even I would say even more importantly, what are some of the strategies you employ as a leader to, to keep the business going, to keep your employees motivated, to stay organized, to keep the level of service, uh, you know, at the standards of excellence Mm -hmm. that you want and the passion that you want to bring to it. Yeah, so I'll I'll tell you I, I think the biggest thing that I've seen and, and I think the thing that's gained uh the most respect that that guys have seen from that and and really what's helped me be successful in this role. Um number one is is loving it. You know, again, I, I fully believe in what we're doing, I fully believe in why we're out here. Um but I also just work my butt off. Uh mm-hmm. you know, the the guys will will constantly tell anybody that comes in. Um, you know, I'm I'm by far one of the hardest workers. They'll see me uh, there before the crew gets in, um, I'll go out on the flights with them, do everything I can to really help boost their tips to to give them a you know a good experience, the crew and the passengers. Um, and then I'm there for another five six hours after a flight, dealing with be it repairs, be it marketing, be it again new hires, training, um, and everything behind the scenes. So I, I think the thing that's actually been the most successful for me has just been. Uh, that the guys know that I'm I'm motivated and committed to the vision and to the company. Yeah. Um, and that's been huge for me and for the 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 business's success as a whole. Um, because that's I think that's truly what's developed a culture where I can leave, I can be gone, and know that it's going to be taken care of. Um, because the guys they they want me to have that. Yeah, break. they know where you're at with it, mm-hmm. so they they have faith in return in a sense. Exactly. Through seeing your passion and commitment for. And that's been that's been huge for us. So that's yeah. been the biggest, uh, I think, the biggest drive for it. And I've, like I said, I've I've read the books. I've sat here as I've been in a management role of now thinking, okay, how do I deal with, uh, you know, how do I deal with the the millennial type person? How do mm-hmm. I deal with someone who, you know, is twenty years older than me all of a sudden yeah. trying to listen to rules from this kid? Um, it's, it's tough. And, and so I've read all these books, I've done everything I can to kind of develop that. And at the end of the day, I, I think the biggest thing really has just been work hard, show them respect and, yeah, you know, know that there's expectations, but also stuff happens, you know, yeah. deal with it as it comes. And as long as you deal with worried. it with love and you, you do mm-hmm. your best, I think you, you can't go wrong in that sense. Exactly. Well, what, uh, advice do you have for people in your industry? You know, how, how prevalent is the industry here? How many other companies would you say are in Arizona? Uh, Arizona is a big mecca for ballooning. Uh, mm-hmm. For commercial balloons, we have a large number of businesses. We've got probably, uh, I believe, six other large shared balloon ride companies out here. Oh, and wow. that's substantial. So there's a lot of business being done here. Um, and it's it's hard to beat it. Again, it's beautiful weather. It's beautiful landscape we're flying through. Um, so there's a lot that are here in ballooning. Uh, I think the other side is that uh, more than ballooning, we we are at, at the heart or at the end of the day, we are a tourism company as well. You know, mm-hmm. everything that we're about is is showing people an experience. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's the best advice that I can give is you you can't share an experience. You can't share a passion or a love with somebody um, if you don't love it yourself. Mm. Uh, if you're if you're into this business, if you're into tourism because you want to, you know, make a make a million dollars, you want to make a buck it's the wrong business. Uh, there's, there's so many other jobs that you can get if you, if you don't mm-hmm. absolutely love it that are significantly easier, 
have better work-life balance, have better hours. Uh, there's just, there's no reason to, to force yourself into something. Hmm. Um, cause I, I think that is going to be the downfall of any business or any role. Um, if you, if you don't absolutely love it, you know, you do, you find something else. And I've seen that with my crew. I've seen that with our sales managers, our office assistants. Um, you know, you've, you've got to be committed to it because you love it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You just brought something to my mind about sharing. It's like, you can only share what you have. You can't give somebody something you don't have. So ultimately, like you said, if, if you're not, let's say you're not passionate about something, then you don't have that excitement. So you can't share, Mm -hmm. you know, you can share maybe the knowledge about it or something reasonable, but you can't really share that heart and that experience. So you share what you have, you know, and sometimes that goes in reverse too. If you're cynical and negative about something, then you're going to share that with, Mm -hmm. with somebody because that's what you have, you know? So that's really, that's really cool. Well, any other areas of your life right now that you're excited about? Are you and Allison planning? When you're, uh, when you get married, did you plan that? Oh, the wedding has been crazy. Uh, we've been all over the board from a short engagement to waiting for a year. Uh, I think that's probably the most exciting thing going on after ballooning. Um, Again, I think because this is a passion, it's, what I find myself talking about with, with Allison, with my family, it, it is always ballooning. It's what we're doing next. The the goal yeah. is what I'm trying to improve. Um, and the wedding's really the next thing that's on the top of mind. And mm-hmm. we've played with everything from uh, an engagement that's five months long, ironically enough, again, because I want to plan around where the slow season is slow for season. ballooning. Yeah, I mean, that's, yep. a, that's a good idea. Oh, honestly. it's huge for that. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're uh, we're really trying to figure out is, you know, how do we take that next step in our lives to, to continue to grow as a partner? And yeah. and that's honestly a step that I'm excited for. The wedding, not so much. The wedding is uh, terrifying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's that's terrifying to me. But, yeah. uh, you know, the the step of taking taking the next steps in life with somebody yeah, and, and growing, growing as a partner. Partnership, that's mm-hmm. really cool. I mean, it's cool that she's really supportive. I mean, that's that's key, I think, for any partnership it's communication and supporting and understanding each other it's so important. absolutely I, I think the good news is uh if nothing else uh the job is much easier for her to deal with than my cats yeah uh so i mean if, if nothing else you know i've, I've still got a an earlier scapegoat before she goes oh after that's my job right and my I remember, hours. Yeah, you do have two cats right two cats yeah. waffle and maple waffle yeah and maple <laughs> They would always I got a crawl around thing. your computers when i was over there <laughs> yep uh crazy times well, what are you, what's the biggest thing you're grateful for right now? Um, I, it, it has to come back to Allison. I think, mm-hmm. um, as, as happy in life as I am because of the job, because of the shift, uh, I, I think the thing I'm most grateful for is that I come home odd hours of the, the night. I leave at two in the morning. Um, and my fiance still wants me to, uh, wake her up every time before I leave. She still gets up, you know, at, at the crack of, uh, and not even the crack of dawn. It's yeah. two in the morning. And there's no sunshine for a while. Middle of the night. Um, but she wants to be there to, to say bye. And, oh, and like I said, nice. to, to love me. And I think that's, you know, as, as much as I love the job, as much as I love where my life is going, you know, what I'm building for myself, I'm, I'm thankful for her to be there and to be supportive and, uh, to want to be a part of growing this life together. That's really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, any final words of wisdom from your journey through the air, ballooning? You know, all I can say is is go for it. I I didn't get a college degree in this. Uh, ironically, I I sort of did, uh, but I definitely didn't get a college degree to do this. Um, uh, it it terrified me the idea of leaving, you know, leaving what is the the corporate ladder and leaving what is the planned route. Uh, it was not an easy decision to to make. Um, 
and I'm, I'm working harder than I ever have. I'm putting more time into this than I ever have more money. And I, I couldn't think of anything better. It's nice. It's never worth staying somewhere cause it's comfortable. Get out yeah. of your comfort zone, push yourself and, and it'll a hundred percent make you a better person every time. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it for today, man. Thank you so much for being here and, uh, doing this interview with me certainly a pleasure tutor i always uh like i said always appreciate it and uh i always uh can't think of a time i've ever been around you that I haven't had a blast so oh, this has been uh, fun and interesting that. so where can they find out more about ballooning where can they go and get a balloon ride all that good stuff where can they find out yeah so uh, a couple places that you can go uh number one gonna throw out my, uh, my plug for float balloon tours uh we've yeah. got some pretty awesome stuff happening and uh certainly a whole different experience we we do a three-course brunch out in the field for you uh, we're actually cooking in front of you. Wow. Uh, it's amazing to see how quickly a kitchen can sprout up in the middle of the desert. Uh, so we've got some pretty cool stuff, beautiful flights. Check out floatballoontours.com. Uh, if you want to see a behind-the-scenes look, again, flying's not for everybody. Uh, behind the scenes, look up on Instagram for Chase Crew. Uh, if you look Chase Crew, you're going to see what our life is all about, what balloons are, the, the beauty of the Arizona desert. Uh, it's actually a Instagram taken care of by our... Um, photographer mark mintz and uh all i can say is it's going to make you fall in love with what that's i do sweet. every day that's the process pretty much seeing a hundred percent yeah it's that's a awesome. very cool thing to see yeah i remember i saw some of the videos where you posted like uh like the time lapse mm-hmm. of you guys setting up the balloon and so that was so cool it was just interesting to see that it's uh we're, we're pretty well making a uh eight to ten story building appear in the middle of the desert um, yeah in you know 20 minutes so that's incredible it's uh pretty crazy to watch Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for sharing your life. And uh, I'm definitely going to hit you up for that balloon ride. <laughs> uh, we we'll, would love to have you out. We'll make, yeah. a, make a story out of it. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. First podcast in the air? I don't know. Heck, do something oh, someday. yeah. Dude, that's a great idea. I love it. A, okay, uh, that's it. Great way to do that. Podcast in the air. <laughs> We're going to do a, a Facebook live event or something. There That'd we go. Awesome. Yeah, we'll try something. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much, my friend. And thank you guys for listening again. This has been a create your life create a life you love interview with my friend Preston I'm so happy to have these kinds of awesome conversations on the air to share with you and I hope that you found yourself in these words and these experiences in your own journey and creating a life you love that's why I decided to start these interviews so if you find this useful share it with your friends if anybody can relate to it that you know that hasn't heard the podcast let them know and see what they find So thank you so much. If you want to support the show, check my website. We do have a Patreon account now. And uh, all the donations from Patreon that I get, 20% will go to charity of your choice on my community page. So I would love to start writing some checks for these awesome organizations I'm part of. So thanks again, Preston, for being on the show. And we'll see you later. Absolutely. Enjoy. You're listening to the 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the 7